0: Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system you are able to attach a smaller product to your backpack, roller, or tote. We all know how important finding the right luggage or bag is when you're traveling, so check out DB. We're teaming up with them for an exclusive offer, giving our listeners 10% off of your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Makes, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And it's that time of the week again. We are previewing week two of the NFL season for the Carolina Panthers taking on division rival New Orleans Saints. It's a division week for the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it is for the whole NFL, if, if everybody's playing division games, but the NFC South is and we're taking on the Saints the mighty saints who destroyed the packers last week jerry i don't think this game is going to be quite as easy for the panthers as last week should have been
1: yeah and i'm i don't think it's going to be as easy for the saints either i i I will say that i don't think it's going to be a a cakewalk aaron Rodgers kind of didn't he looked lethargic out there like he was ready to host jeopardy instead of actually (laughs) play a football game
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously we all know the, the Aaron Rodgers drama that happened in the off season and it do, did seem like there was some hangover from that. Um, but the Saints, you know, 38 to three last week against the Packers, which you would think the Packers are a better team than the Jets. The, pa- the yeah. Panthers, you know, oh, uh, definitely won it last week where the Panthers won 1914 and really kind of squeaked it out there. Now the We both said, you know, we've talked about this in our recap, that the Panthers should have won that game by a lot more. Left a lot of points on the board. Yep. Yeah. Um, The Saints, I think they maximized, uh, you know, if you look at what they did, like, offensively, it wasn't a lot, and they got 38 points out of it.
1: I agree. I I think that defense really kind of showed up and really dominated that game and Mm -hmm. gave Javis Winston and Alvin Kamara... Short field positions and they capitalize. Hats off. I mean, the Panthers weren't doing that in their game, but the Saints did. I mean, you get possessions, you throw five touchdowns. I mean you can't do better. You can't say, Hey, defense, go ahead and force them to punt. Let's get you mm-hmm. know, let me build up my yards. No, it's to score. So they got a they got a ferocious game this week.
0: Typically, Jerry, and I heard this from John Madden once, um, the team that scores the most points will win the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. That that's is what uh, I've heard. I've heard that too, and it seems that's, you know
0: that's old school football. You know that's Madden. That's old school football, but you know I think it still applies today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so before we go into the full game preview, we're going to do some quick transactions that the Panthers have done. Uh, the Panthers released kicker Ryan Santoso and signed kicker Zane Gonzalez off the Detroit Lions practice squad. And the Panthers also signed former Carolina Panther cornerback Corn Elder to the practice squad. So earlier this week, uh, Phil Snow also said that playing the nickel slot this weekend will probably be a mixture of Sean Chandler, Justin Burris, and Corn Elder. So I expect him to go ahead and get activated before the
0: game. (sighs) Yeah, uh, I would imagine so. And just an FYI for all of you listeners out there, Jerry and I did a, a quick video earlier this week talking about those signings, those transactions. Um, so check that out on YouTube uh, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on that. But welcome back, Corn. Uh, is the gist of that. We we really enjoyed Corn last year, and we expect him to step right in and be productive. Yep. Um, Let's take a look at the injury reports for the game as we typically do early in this preview. Um, Unfortunately, the Panthers, the the injury list is a lot longer than it was in week one, although it's not terrible. Um, Nobody missed practice, at least, uh, this week for the Panthers. So Daquan Jones listed as a limited participant in practice. Justin Burris, Shai Smith, Sean Chandler, John Miller... Pat Elfline, all on the report, but all listed as full practice participants as of today, Thursday. And then Taylor Moten popped up today as a limited participant in practice. So never good when someone pops up on the injury report midweek, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, midweek. Hoping that that's
0: not a sign of something.
1: And John Miller also just came off the COVID list, so you never know how he is doing physically. I mean my brother who got COVID said two months later he could still feel the effects of just being out of breath and stuff like that doing menial tasks so
0: and as we all know COVID affects everybody differently it seems so but John Miller did say today he was asked you know how his conditioning was he said if the game was today that he would probably only be able to play a half yeah he said he's just he's just not there yet so um but you know go ahead
1: I was going to say, Pat Elfline went to full practice from limited practice. Mm -hmm. Let's hope it goes back to did not practice (laughs) because he's the worst on the O-line. It showed last week. Out of the offensive linemen, he graded horribly. He Mm -hmm. gave up five pressures. Five pressures. He gave up 10% last year. That's worse than last year. Jeez, man.
0: Well, he's just getting started, Jerry. You know, he's yeah. still got a long way to go. A lot more pressures I mean, to give up.
1: I mean, his career could end up being 15%, uh, giving up <laughs> pressure on 50% of the passing plays. That's his goal, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, three, Ugh. you know, starting caliber, or you know, well, not caliber, but three starting offensive linemen on this list so far. And again, John Miller coming back from COVID. But, uh, you know, already a position that we're thin at and a position that we're not uh, hugely talented at. So, hmm, don't like that. Looking at the Saints, uh, their injury report is a little more dire, I think. Uh, Quan Mm -hmm. Alexander did not practice. Marcus Davenport did not practice. Probably will not play. Uh, Tano, oh my God, (laughs) K-P-A-S-S, I don't even know, did not not practice. Marshawn Lattimore did not. uh, Well, he's listed as a limited practice Thursday, but I think he had surgery this week, so he's Probably not going to play. At least that's the reports out there, um, which that's big for the Panthers. Uh, Eric McCoy did not practice. Pete Werner did not practice. PJ Williams limited practice. Uh, CJ Gardner Johnson did not practice. Chase Hansen did not practice. That's a lot of a lot of defensive players. <laughs> Everybody except Eric McCoy are defensive players. Yeah, yeah, guys I mean, that play a lot for them.
1: Quan Alexander, Davenport. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Eric McCoy, CJ Gardner, Johnson, all starters. I mean, yeah. I know it's early in the season and I expect quite a few of these guys to play. I think CJ Gardner will probably play. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, the good news for the Panthers is it's, you know, if they're injured. You know, we may be able to get some extra help on to get right this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, you never root for anybody in the NFL to be injured. But when there, you know, is half a starting defense on the opposite side that's injured, or at least listed on the injury report, you know, you take what you can get. Even week two of the season, you take what you can get. Uh, Another storyline here, Jerry, six coaches and one player and a nutritionist have all tested positive for COVID on the saints. So that's something to watch. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, Sean Payton did say early in the season that everyone on the staff was 100% vaccinated. So, it's quite possible that some or all of these guys will be available uh, as long as they just test negative uh, before the game. So, to be seen how that really affects them.
1: Yeah, I mean, all these injuries for them to be seen because we don't know who's actually going to play. I mean, Quan Alexander is such a veteran that you know he may not be able to practice, but he may Mm -hmm. be able to go during the game, you know. And again, C.J. Gardner Johnson has a knee injury. He practiced yesterday or Wednesday and didn't didn't on Thursday. It may have just flared up, and they may want to rest him. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, may have wanted to test him Wednesday and then give him a day off Thursday. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's that's how these things work. So, Uh, and I'm hoping that that's how. Moten is, I'm hoping. He's listed with a groin, so I'm hoping that it's just precautionary. I haven't yeah. seen any, any indication that he's going to miss the game, so hoping yeah, it's he, hoping it's okay.
1: He was the only starting uh, offensive lineman that did not give up a pressure last week, and him going against Cam Jordan this week, it's imperative that it's Moten out there instead of yeah. Trent Scott.
0: Moten not has to, be to play. Me. Yeah. yeah, Moten has to play. I mean, the the, the offensive line is just—it's already in so much trouble, and to lose him, it would just be catastrophic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right. So, getting into the preview here, uh, mybookie.ag has the Saints favored by three points. I think that's pretty standard. I've seen three, three and a half, pretty much all yeah. week long. Um. So again, the Panthers were. Favored by four and a half last week against the uh, the um, pff, Jesus Jets, and uh, so you know it's a touchdown swing, and this is a home game too for the Panthers. So the yeah. Vegas thinks pretty strongly of the Saints.
1: I mean, they had a dominant week against Green Bay, and yeah. I know most like you we've discussed their injuries on defense, but that defense is the main reason why I kind of saw them dominate that game. So, it'll be interesting. So, if we... It'll be interesting. We'll want look at some matchups here. I mean, the Panthers O-line, they were graded out as the worst <laughs> offensive line of giving up pressures and just getting beat all game long by PFF against the Jets. And now we're going to go against a lot better pass rush in the Saints. I mean, they don't have the middle... That the Jets do, but they do have Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport if he plays. You know, those are two really good defensive ends.
0: And a lot of that pressure in the Jets game came in the second half. It seemed mm-hmm. like the at halftime that that Jets defensive staff, Jets defensive staff, really made a game plan to rush Darnold, and mm-hmm. the Panthers offense completely stalled. In the yeah. second half. We got three points in the second half. Uh, barely enough to hold on to win. So, if the Saints looked at that, and I'm sure they did, and they saw what the Jets did in the second half, they're going to try to emulate that. Yeah. So, this offensive line better come out ready to play this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That, that's our first
0: matchup. Yeah.
1: That that's, that's the key matchup anyways. I think that'll be going all season long, because Sam Darnold, even though he had the second-highest QB rating under pressure last Mm -hmm. week. He can't keep doing that. He did that for the Jets for so long, and then it just broke him. I mean, we need him to have a clean pocket.
0: Yeah, I mean, imagine if he had a clean pocket. You know, he's he's doing this under pressure. Imagine if he had a clean pocket. Imagine if he had time to get the ball downfield. You know, this Panther's offense could be really explosive. We've got the talent on every part of the offense— except the offensive line yeah but yeah like you said every week this week or every week this year this season the, probably the number one matchup is going to be Panthers O line versus fill in the blank defensive pass line. rush pass rush yeah yeah um and then on the opposite side you've got the Panthers pass rush right which looked incredible against yeah. the Jets and was you know just rattled the hell out of Zach Wilson. We have seen, historically, Jameis Winston, when he is under pressure, make mistakes. This guy threw 30-plus interceptions in a season. Yeah. Very and, recently. Oops, recent season.
1: And I don't think Great Bay really got to Jameis Winston that much. I know that they were able Zero to run sacks. the ball.
0: Yeah, only three QB hits for them in that so, game.
1: So, yeah, I think, first of all, the Saints... Again, great job. I'm not knocking this game, but they were able to get it to a nice lead, and they were able to rely on the run with Alvin Kamara and uh, the, uh, what was his name, Tony Jones, who did a great Tony job. Jones. So I think the Panthers really need to rattle Jameis Winston and don't let them get to a lead. I mean, that's obvious. Don't get let them score. But
0: <laughs> you know, Jerry, I heard once from John Madden.
1: <laughs> exactly. but i just Uh, said you
0: know yeah um you're right i mean the saints in that game they rushed 39 times in the in the Mm -hmm. game against the uh the packers 39 rushes for 171 yards Jameis winston only threw the ball 20 times yeah only had 148 passing yards he had the five touchdowns and look into that how you want to look into that he made the throws at the right time to get into the end zone
1: But Jameis Winston
0: didn't win that game.
1: No, he did not. I don't think he wasn't under.
0: Yeah, he wasn't under a lot of pressure. Like
1: I said, I think it was the defense that really won that game, and then their running game.
0: So they controlled the ball.
1: So we need to stop them from controlling the ball. We need to get to Jameis Winston, make him turnover happy, like he was in London against this Carolina team, while he was with Tampa Bay. And then, you know, just keep playing it with the way. It'll be very interesting kind of seeing if Daquan Jones goes, how this him and Derek Brown and then Davion Nixon can really kind of plug up that middle, see how they work with Kamara. Because we have the edge registers that can go with him. I mean, they're speedy guys. They are not. Yeah,
0: and the linebackers, right? I mean, we've got two linebackers that can cover the whole field.
1: I, I, it's going to be a really good game, I think. I don't think it's going to be a blow like some people are thinking.
0: I certainly don't think it's going to be 38-3. to I don't no. think the, the Saints are going to have as easy a game as they had against the Packers. Um, you know, the Packers also, Aaron Rodgers, typically a very, very uh, efficient and protector of the football. No touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. Was sacked uh two times, was hit seven times. So again, it's you know, Darnold, just like Jameis, has a history of if under pressure, making some poor decisions. Yeah. But we can't we cannot harp on enough protecting Sam Darnold. Yes. You just can't harp on it enough. And it's something, Jerry, it's something that you and I and a lot of other Panthers fans have been Nearly yelling every. about all season, all, all preseason, all off season from last season. Yeah. They didn't do enough. They just didn't do enough. Yeah, I. We'll see. I mean, it's been one game, but
1: that one game again didn't look like they did enough. They let way too many pressures. The best signing last off season for their off offensive line was someone who was already on the offensive line last year, Taylor Bowden they only Well, thank God, pa- I
0: mean, right? Thank God they yeah. signed him. I mean, uh, John Miller also, they re-signed John Miller. So those are their best two signings, and they were both on the team last year.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I'm hoping with F-Line injured, I'm really hoping that, you know, Dennis Daly slides over to the left Guard position, who he says that I he mm-hmm. feels more natural on the left side, or Brady Christensen. Somebody else needs to kind of step up and... Yank that position away from him because he's just going to get Sam Darnold hit all the time, like he did with when he was with the Jets. Both of them, Elfine in Sam Darnold.
0: I'd like to see Deontay Brown active in this game. Uh, you know, we liked what we saw from him in the preseason. I think he has an opportunity. Why not? You know, he's not going to be any worse than Elfine. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, from what I heard, is the
1: reason why he was inactive last week. Matt Rule said that it was because that Sam Tecklenburg and Brady Christensen had more flexibility in positions.
0: Oh, I heard that too. And you know what? Uh, screw that. Uh, put the, your best players in there. Not the mm-hmm. guy. Not the jack of all trades. Deontay Brown's a good player. Put him in yeah. his slot and let everybody else, you know, wiggle around if they need to. I agree. I mean, what? that doesn't why make any we... sense.
1: I agree. I, I I do not like what they have done so far with this offensive line.
0: I mean, they're... I tri- like a lot, yeah. I mean, I like a lot of what Matt Rule does and says. And I like a lot of the plays that Joe Brady runs. And, you know, my favorite coach on the whole team is probably Phil Snow, which if you would have told me that six weeks into last season, I would have told you you were insane. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. <laughs> but... This, uh, this, the offensive line situation is, it's unforgivable how they've put this together. Yes. You know, and we're not going to harp on it anymore. Everybody knows how we feel. Um, What's our, what's our third key matchup here, Jerry?
1: I want to see, I, it may not be a key matchup, but it'll be very interesting to see if the O line can give them some time. I would love to see DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson go against Marshawn Lattimore, CJ Gardner. I, that's just gonna be a fun matchup to watch of who wins those. I'm if blame. it
0: depends on if those guys even play. I mean, Lattimore, like I said, is uh, from reports I've seen, is not expected to play.
1: Huh? I have not seen, um, him, but he is not. Yeah, practicing, I mean, he so. he had
0: surgery, so uh, you know, recent surgery. So uh, from what I saw, he's not expected to play. Uh, now he may play, and maybe what I saw is, you know wishful thinking but um and Gardner Johnson again was on the injury report so but yeah I agree with you I think uh you add Terrace Marshall obviously to that list Shy Smith could be back in this game mm-hmm. he could get some run and then you've got McCaffrey again probably gonna be the most productive receiver on the team especially if like last week Sam Darnold is having to dump the ball off a lot yeah they're gonna It'll have be- to
1: account for McCaffrey and Demario Davis is a very good middle linebacker. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting how they work. Because, same thing, Jermaine is going to have to be tracking uh, Kamara, but Demario mm-hmm. Davis is going to be having to track CMC. It's, these teams are very similar, but very different at the same time.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Saints are obviously an older team, um, mm-hmm. a lot more established, more veterans, better playoff pedigree, all that stuff, but then they are kind of eerily similar in a lot of ways. Uh, And then, uh, you know, a a matchup that we don't have written down here, Jerry, but one that I think anytime we play at the Saints or really any team that has a really good receiving back,
1: that has Mm -hmm. killed
0: the Panthers historically. And Alvin Kamara has had huge games against the Panthers historically. So that's a massive matchup, I think. Alvin Kamara had a big game against... Uh, the Packers. He had uh, 20 rushes for 83 yards, uh, only three catches for eight yards, but one touchdown. I think he, he kind of sat a lot in the second half of that game. Yeah. Um, but Tony Jones, their other running back, 11 for 50. Um, so they've got two, you know, kind of another two-headed monster back- system there. Go yeah, ahead.
1: I agree. I it'll be very interesting how they and Phil Snow seems to deficit speed over everything else on this defense so uh, i'll be interesting if we could slow him down you're not going to stop kamara just like you're not going to stop cmc realistically it's just can we slow the kamara down
0: it's all about you know stopping them from converting on third down which kamara just like cmc huge weapon in -hmm. those situations uh, and then just limiting, when they get into those scoring opportunities, limit them to field goals. Yeah. You know, and this is kind of a good strategy for any team, but the Saints in particular, they just have scoring threats all over the field. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Calloway, their wide receiver, had a, kind of a uh, slow game last week, would expect him to probably step it up some this week.
1: And again, it's slow game. They had 20 pass attempts. They didn't need to pass. Yeah, like, they didn't.
0: They didn't have to. It's that's another thing. Is like honestly, their offense might still be kind of a mystery. Yeah, they didn't have to do it. And do much. They didn't have long field situations that much.
1: There is one so last. It's, ma- it's
0: going to be interesting. Go ahead.
1: There is one last matchup I want to talk about. The Carolina offense against red zone. I don't know mm. what needs to be done. But they need to put points on the board. Three trips and getting only three points is not acceptable. Unacceptable. Not, they need no, to get to. No, that is unacceptable.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, the end zone. The you know, end zone has been like the Great Wall the, in, in Game of Thrones. Like, somebody's gonna have to be that that dead dragon and just burn that thing yeah. down. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but. um Somebody's got to do it, and, you know, and I think it needs to be Joe Brady it needs yep. to scheme up some stuff to get, get us in the end zone. Use those big tight ends. Use We Terrence have the Marshall. weapons. We do. We have McCaffrey. Like we, you know, make it happen. And, you know, there were, were some scoring opportunities last week that just execution wise didn't happen with Sam Darnold missing a couple of throws, fumbling at once. Uh, Mm -hmm. on a handoff that Matt Rule said, you know, had McCaffrey gotten that handoff, he'd have walked into the end zone. Uh, So some of the plays are there, but not being executed correctly. And I think, again, you're going to have to scheme up some different stuff against the Saints because historically they've owned us, especially for the last five or six years. I think we beat them once in the last five or six years which i believe was a Sean Payton special. You know. Yeah, where he purposely yeah. <laughs>
1: and it succ- it was successful. So. Yep, it was. Any last matchups you want to talk about?
0: Uh, no, i think we've pretty much covered almost everything here. Yeah. All right, <laughs> it's time for beer Bed of the week
1: brought to you by mybookie.ag
0: Yeah, with my bookie, we've talked about my bookie. We talked about it last week. Jerry, you and I both won some money on my bookie last week. Um, I actually won quite a bit of money on my bookie last week. As I shared with you in my, hey, Jerry, are you jealous screenshot? Um, (laughs) And I will be winning some more money again on my bookie. Uh, If you guys want to join, it's uh, promo code MEOW you'll get double your initial deposit up to $1,000. They've got betting on every NFL game, live in-game betting. They've got props all over the place. Uh, and for fantasy guys, they've got you, you know over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score all week. So, again, promo code MEOW, mybookie.ag, bet, win, get paid. Our beer bet of the week is
1: who will have more sacks this game? Go ahead. And eat. we're talking
0: about Panthers players here. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're not talking okay. about the Saints. They're not okay. going to get any on our O line.
0: Okay. I just want to I just want to clarify. Okay. <laughs> um Let's see. I mean, we've got a lot of options here. Mm-hmm. We had, what, six different players either get a, their own sack or combine for a sack last week. Yep. Ah. <sighs> He, the easy one would be Brian Burns,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, but that's your boy. I don't want to take him away from you. So I'm going to go Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick. I liked how he played last week, and he's just, you know, he's always got that one game in him where he can rack up well, multiple sacks. And I mean,
1: he had one and, and a half last week. Yeah. So is that I, multiple
0: sacks, though? I mean, I guess technically it's more than one sack, but it's not two.
1: All right. The obvious choice is Brian Burns, and I want to take Brian Burns. But I feel like that's cheating, so I will go etors gross Matos.
0: Oh my gosh, you just okay, okay. I mean, he had a sack last week, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. I don't um, like to. Can I change the... my pick? Then? No, 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 <laughs> no. Because no. I would prefer push. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, well, let's go to p- predictions. So, Jerry, what is your bold prediction for this game?
1: This is going to be very bold, so hold on to your seat. Our kicker, Zane Gonzalez, will make all his kicks. No missed extra points. No missed Ooh. field goals. No kickoffs out of bounds. He'll play a good game.
0: <laughs> so you're saying he's going to try to emulate Joey Sly from last week. That's what you're saying.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: The perfect it, Joey Sly.
1: <laughs> I don't think we've had a kicker make all his kicks in it's been a while. almost half a season so it's been yeah a while.
0: yeah um i'm going on the opposite side of the field um Jameis winston as we have discussed had a huge game last week in terms of touchdown passes um i don't think he gets any touchdown passes this week Ooh. and i think he turns the ball over at least twice I, so, I hope so we're seeing bad Jameis this week i, I could it's, see that it's still in there it's still in there guys He's not just because he's uh Sean Payton disciple now does not mean that the Jameis we all know and love is gone.
1: Yeah. He's he gonna also, show up this week. He he also got LASIK. That's another big thing that they kept talking about, but
0: good, good. <laughs> he can see our defenders catch his balls even more clearly now. Alright. So our f-
1: final score prediction. Take it away.
0: Ah, I knew you were gonna make me go first. Oh gosh. I mean, you know, my heart. I really want to pick the Panthers to win this game. You know what? Cuz I'm going to because who cares? I don't lose any money if I just pick the Panthers to win. Uh so I'm going to win the, pick the Panthers to win this game. It's going to be a close one for the Panthers. Uh 28-27 Panthers.
1: I have Carolina winning. 23-20. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring a bit of a low game. Score game. But I do think it's going to be a lot of running, short passes for both teams. I don't know if Jameis can, you know. I think our pass rush is going to get there, so it's going to have to shorten his passing plays.
0: Okay. And that, well, that sort of goes in with my uh, my my bold prediction there. So yeah, maybe I should have I should have probably had a lower scoring game too. Oh well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to hit one of them.
1: I'm going to hit one of those
0: predictions. <laughs> So that's the way to do it. Uh, hey, also um, we mentioned it up top, but you know the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Bucks play. Um, who you got winning that game?
1: <laughs> oh, who do I have that game winning? <laughs> yeah, the Tampa yeah. Bay Bucks game, against Atlanta Falcons.
0: <sighs> I'm you gonna know, go Super with Bowl the home team. Yeah, versus probably the worst team in the league or one of them.
1: I was gonna Boy, say people I don't...
0: people picked the Falcons to make the playoffs this year. What where were those people thinking? I don't know. The Falcons uh, are not good.
1: No. I mean when we went over rosters, I mean, I felt like they were the worst in our division by far. Yeah.
0: I mean really we, we did our roster, you know, look around the NFC South that all the teams in the NFC South pretty consistently and we went position by position. The Falcons were dead last.
1: Yeah, Bucks were top. Almost I mean, everyone. Yeah. So not yeah, I don't get it. I, we'll see. We'll see if they can turn it around. Matt Ryan's still solid, so.
0: Uh, you know, is he? We'll yeah, see.
1: It, well, yeah, guess. that's a good point.
0: Yeah. He's no Tom Brady, i tell you that much.
1: Psh, no. Sleeps in Tupperware, that guy. <laughs> We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show.
0: We will be back Sunday afternoon after the uh, Panthers defeat the Saints. And we'll talk about that game. And until then, everybody stay safe and keep pounding.